there's a fine line between people just expressing criticism because they're kind of at their wits end. Understand this. When people come to your social media page to criticize you after they've paid you money, it's usually because they had an issue, a difficult time reaching you via email or whatever support channels they put out. People who paid you money don't want to come and blast you on social media. They want their problem fixed. They want their hoodie. They want their T-shirt. They want their course. They want whatever it is that they purchased. And usually most people will, if your support is support at blah, blah, blah dot com, they're going to try you there. If you don't respond to them, they're going to come to your social media. Okay. Now you have to deal with them privately and still resolve their issue. But then you got to deal with them publicly as well. And the mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs are making is like going off on people. And three, two, one. You're listening to the Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepless for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. Me and Donnie are here. And I just don't like the way Donnie's talking to my team right now. So. <laughs> Why would you throw me under the bus right in the middle of the episode? Hi, um, you guys. My name is Donnie, and I am dressed for a podcast that talks about success, abundance, and entrepreneurship. Or David is dressed for a Spirit Airlines flight. How uh, are you? This is, a, this is a family reunion outfit you got going on. Yours? Like Yours. You definitely look like Backyard Cookout. It's just, you know, it's, it's a um, not culture. What is it? What is what is it? What is the difference? Not cultural difference. Fly, not fly. Um, it's different eras that we're coming from. Okay, I cannot. Different eras. What uh? What era? Was How you old are you? I'm 37, 36, 37. <laughs> You're not thirty-six. Anyway, let's jump You're into entrepreneurship. You're a few years older than me, younger than me, but you look ten. So anyway, that's good news. We're gonna get into some entrepreneurship topic with my salt and pepper, uh, partner over yeah, here. How was your week? It was amazing, man. I, okay, we're not going to get into that, but. I know you're excited. I I am. Okay. For a couple of reasons. I had a really good week. So okay. a bunch of traveling. Um, I don't really, I don't like leaving my, uh, my family for too long like that, but it's, you know, it was like pretty much four days. But we went to LA and went to a school and talk to some kids, mm-hmm. and we're actually going to fly them out to um, to Miami. Miami, mm-hmm. yeah. So we're going to fly them out to Miami because those kids, like growing up in LA, a viable option for growing up is like I can go get a job, I can join a gang, I can go to college. Okay, these are like in the options, but a lot of the kids they never ever really. Um, they never leave their backyard. Mm. You know what I mean? So I want to take them into another environment where they get to see people who have more options. Yeah. They just got to see something else. I can see that because it's also really expensive to travel in and out of L.A. Yeah. So I can see if you're growing up in the community and you already are struggling to take care of yourself, it's really difficult to get yeah. out of the city. Yeah, man. So we're going to do it. Here's my struggle, though. Here's my struggle. I want to do it because I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it and not put it on Instagram. Because I'm not doing it for that. But then I thought to myself, it's dope promotion for the conference. Mm-hmm. Two, it might inspire some other people to do some stuff like that. Yeah. So. I love when people share 
what they do behind the scenes. Like the whole but running it's not behind the scenes if it's on. Well, the scene. it's by it's it's behind the scenes. It's like something that you don't listen. I don't care if you're doing it for Instagram or if you're doing it just out of the kindness of your heart. The fact of the matter is, regardless of the motivation for why you did it, you just help somebody else. But the corniest thing any human being can do is give to the homeless and say, yo, bro, hit the camera real quick. Well, it is corny. <laughs> it is corny. But I think that we live in such a selfish world right now that it's it's cool to see other people having acts of kindness or dis- displaying acts of kindness. I yeah. think there's a fine line. Like, definitely, you know, let's go out and feed a whole bunch of homeless people and get it on camera. I personally value people's privacy. So when you, like, put the camera way up in a homeless person's face and they clearly look uncomfortable in the video and they're, they're, they're literally hurting on camera, I think it's really selfish to post that. Maybe you could even put something over their face to kind of blur it out. But I do believe, I know I know for me, every time I see someone do an act of kindness, I'm reminded, like, let me go out. When's the last time? I'm checking myself. When's the last time I actually did something? So I see both sides of it. Some people be mad corny, but other people really just be living their life. Yeah. I, I think maybe you got to announce it. That, yo, I mean, at the end, you say something to the effect of, all right, today is the day we do some random act of, acts of kindness. I'm going to go first. I'm going to, you know, record myself paying for the food for the person that's in front of me in line or something like that. Yeah. And say, I want you to do it too versus just had to do it all. Oh, you know, I just had to bless single mothers. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. That, yeah, now that's different. Content, so. That's different. So you don't want to put this on Instagram, but it's totally fine. We just talked about it on Social Proof Podcast, yeah, a much larger platform. But only because I think we just need to have more people do it, but I will, I will make sure that's the call to action. But anyway, we do that. You know, I think it would be really dope if you encouraged some of your friends to sponsor a child's flight. Right. Yeah. To come out. And it doesn't have to just be from L.A. Like, it would be really cool. It would be really cool if people picked, like, a kid or two from their hometown, especially those of us who made it out of a neighborhood um, or a community, pick somebody and sponsor them and, and introduce them. Like, the platforms, it's really important that the shows and the events and conferences that we're putting on right now are not just for us. And sometimes I feel like, especially here in Atlanta, I go to so many events that the event just might have been for us who have already reached a certain level of success. It's more of a show and it's more of a, I got this and I did this. And it's a lot of that. And it, it doesn't usually feel like the people, like it's for the people who yeah, need it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, um, and you know, you know, like the, the new, th- I don't know if it's a new thing, but last few years, people are setting up nonprofits, not <laughs> to have a nonprofit, but as kind of like a tax shelter. Yeah. And I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. Don't judge me with your looks. You know what I mean? She looked up like, I, for, no, I, I do want to do thing, things with the kids. And my track record shows we've been going to schools for years, just talking to kids. We're not asking school for no money and all that kind of stuff. But the reason people do things nowadays um, are always in question to me. Mm-hmm. Even, you know what? Even... I get leery when someone hits me and says, yo, man, I was just checking on you, man, making sure everything was good. You good? In my... I know it has to be genuine because I, I do it sometimes. Like, I just be thinking about somebody. I'm like, yo, me and my... Me and my boy. But I know for the most part, it's a setup 
for something else. <laughs> Another call is coming in a couple of days. Yo, 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 I meant to ask you, um, what's the next available spot you got on the podcast? I'll be there next exactly. week. Exactly. <laughs> Can I tell you what's happening? Y'all not, this is a judge-free zone, right? This is not a judge. <laughs> I remember no. it was somebody I needed something from. And this has happened a few times to me. Something I needed, I needed something from somebody. But then I thought to my, I'm about to call, but I'm like, dang, I ain't talked to this person forever. So I call, like, yo, man, just checking on you, man. You everything good? You straight? All right, man, you was on my heart. And then I didn't ask for what I wanted to ask for. I actually never got around to asking for the thing because I forgot. But the reason I called the person is because I needed, I don't like the way y'all looking at me. It's crazy. Like, I'm, I'm trying to open up and be honest. But that's why I'm saying I get leery of the calls, too. So that brings me to this thing. So what's the statute of limitations for being able to ask for a favor? So, for example, in 2020, in the 2020, I have a friend, an entrepreneur who wanted to start. They were tired of being in the business that they're in because it requires a lot of their direct time. And they're like, yo, I want to do I want to do this other thing. Right. They wanted this product line. And um, he and I established this relationship of if you kind of put me on, me and my partner on how to do this, I got you on something that you need for me. And it was a service that I could absolutely use, right? And so I remember doing like three or four calls with this person and really laying out this business model and, and you know, coaching calls and got on a call with him and his business partner and just really laying out like, y'all should do this, 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 and this. And... This person, what they do, they ended up getting really busy and they couldn't do any of those things. But that doesn't mean that I still didn't give you the play. Y'all didn't do it. I didn't. But I gave you the play. So fast forward to about a month ago, I now need that thing that you said you would give me. And I hit that person up and I'm like, hey, I need this thing. And they were like, all right, bet I got you. And they do it and they send it to me with an invoice, mm. a full price invoice. Mm. And did you remind him? Did you I didn't. You must have forgot. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know. I sat with the invoice for like two weeks. Like, I don't know how I feel about this. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And 
Everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Because I know it's been two years, but we kind of had this thing where if I put you on to this and give you these calls and do X, Y, and Z, like you got me when I need something in this line and then I cash in on it and you sent me a full price invoice, like not even a discount. And their invoice, what they charge for their service is more than less than half of what I charge for mine. So mm. my what I, it just wasn't cool. I ended up, so that person continued to follow up and stuff and, and I still love them to this day. I just really felt it, it always brings me back to stick to the script. Yeah. Everybody gets an invoice, friends, family, whoever, everybody gets an invoice because you will give and you will give and you will give and you will put people on and then turn around and it's like they forgot. And I know if I say something, they're going to be like, oh, man, you should have just said something. Not, no, no. Maybe they forgot. How could you? How couldn't they? It's two years. It doesn't matter. It That doesn't matter. Like, I spent... It does No, 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 no. It's... It's been two years, but the time that we spent, like, having these conversations back and forth and me really kind of giving dope ideas about where you could go, you don't forget that. You don't forget that at all. And so, anyway, I ended up paying the invoice. It's very possible that I would have forgotten it. I ended up paying the invoice. And the way that I, the way that I even asked for it, I'm like, yo, I need, I need that, I need that thing. Oh, yeah, 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 I got you. And then didn't even quote me the price in advance. Mm. Like it was like, yeah, 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 I got you. And then you like this? Yep. Invoice. What? Are they right or wrong though? What do y'all think? think? Somebody please come to the chair. I need to know. Oh, you know, and my my thing is I my objective is to do things for people. And I, I talked about it before. I do things because I'm doing something. I do not expect to be paid back. Absolutely. I do those same things. Unless there's an agreement. Like, well, yo, I'm going to give you $1,000. You give me my $1,000 back by this date. Yeah. But there but there wasn't... That, that was kind of a loose... Uh, and there's no, it was not. Like, it was, I need this. This is a direction. Like, I'm really struggling in this area. If you help me here, then I will do this thing. So they have a list of services. If you need this, this, or this, I'll do that for you in exchange for this. That's a clear cut and dry agreement. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't do invoices like that. It's just I, I do them because I'm doing them because there's been so many people who have disappointed me. Mm -hmm. There's been so. Yeah, I feel I feel like I do a lot for people. And I I'm not the person people think of to do something for me. You know, what I mean, I don't, I don't think I don't have a whole lot of like what happened. Why you gotta keep talking? Like I'm oh, over here my, all incognito. But um, I'm not. I'm not the the person that it's distracting though. What, what are you talking about? You want to just say it? I was trying to tell him to come adjust the the camera. Oh. <laughs> I mean, can I we have a professional like why? 
I didn't I know used what to you get in do- trouble for stuff like that when but I was yo, little. Like if somebody's trying to send you, if your if your mama trying to send you like an inside message and you be like, huh? What you say? But, what was it? Yeah, if I ever talk to Joe, I'm like, it's not. Well, because he's <laughs> not paying attention. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. We're gonna what? So gonna I typically Oh, but anyway, let me No, 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 no. Show. I typically <laughs> I typically just do stuff when I agree to do it. I don't I don't do it with any expectations of you doing something yeah. back, right? But number 1 in that particular situation we had an agreement, like we said what it was, but number 2, even though I do things all the time without any expectation, I cannot lie and say that it doesn't bother me a little bit that when I come to you for something, it's by the book, it's this is my feed, is this I'm like I get it. Yeah, I do things without any expectation, but sometimes you want people to do stuff for you too without yeah. any expectation. Maybe my challenge is, and this is a maybe it's a toxic trait or something. I don't know. I I don't expect necessarily the best out of people, mm. and maybe it's from my my experiences that anytime mm. I trusted someone to be what I felt they should have been, I've always gotten disappointed. Mm-hmm. So now there's 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 like a tension between me and the person because I expected them to be a different, a specific type of person. Yeah. And they're not that type of person. So when I do things for people, it's not for a remember this. Make sure you get me taken care of. I just, I, ex- I really expect people to be funny acting. Mm. Yo, my man Words, he hit me one day and said, like, I, I I hit him for something. And I was like, you know, some opportunity, like, yo, you want to do this or whatever? He's like, yeah, cool. He's like, yo, bro, I'm just still waiting for you to do something funny, man. Like, like yeah. he said, you ain't been funny acting yet. I'm still waiting for it to come. That's what Words said? That's what Words said. Because I'm always going to, like, if I see somebody that I can put in a position, I just do it. Like, it's not like I'm looking for something. Yeah. That's just the person that I try to be. But I don't, I honestly don't expect a lot out of other humans. Yeah, I get it. I don't want to walk around expecting the worst out of everybody. It's trust issues, right? Yeah, that's definitely trust issues. Yeah. And then one yeah. one could be like, when you trust people right out of the gate, that's naivety. Um, either way, I don't... Naivety. Whatever. I don't... It, the word is naive. But when you put it in... Try to educate you. Okay. So I just, you know, I just feel like people should be more of their word because I can never take my coaching back from you. I can't be like, oh, you sent me an invoice, not giving me back my coaching. Anyway, let's see. What's up? What up? What's up? Uh, Sean Bennett, CEO of Sean on Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. Can you um, hear him? Oh, can you can hear I can't remember. It's a strain. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm with authority, young man. All right, let me restart. All right, let's go. All right, bet. So from my perspective of it, I mean, so there was communication though. So I feel like when there is communication, then it should be, you know, the expectation should be equal on both sides. But if you are giving just to give, then there shouldn't be like an expectation because again, you're giving just to give. But in your case, you talk to him and communicate like, hey, I'll do this for you. You got, you know what I'm saying? We could do this together. We can help each other grow. That was the conversation. I've had that conversation before too. So when you do that and he didn't uphold on his end, then you know that character. Because when it is said, it was it was on his end because you yeah. didn't communicate that. That's super loose though. And it was two years ago. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't like, yo, I'm going to need this. 
So as soon as I need it, you going to take care of me, right? It was, it was though. You, I, don't I didn't, you I didn't what, I, what I got from them, I didn't need at that time. Right. I already had right. those things in place. Right, so in the person's mind, they're just like, I mean, it's awkward. No, it's not, They might have forgotten. It's not a direct thing. It's usually indirect because you usually not like, all right, I'll give you this and you exactly. give me this. It's yeah, like God a, is not like putting it down like, all right, I'm going to need you. So make sure you remember no, this. No, I still there though. Like I, indirectly. I wasn't, but it's still, you know what I mean? You still do what you say you're going to do, right? If if you did something for me two years ago and we had a conversation and then you came back and you're like, yo, Donnie, I need that coaching that we talked about. Done. I'm not sending you an, an invoice because it was two years ago. Now, if you're asking me for something outside of the scope of what we discussed, then yeah, that comes with an invoice. But this is true. That's not what happened. Oh, good point into entrepreneurship. You didn't ask about one my thing. Week. I don't care about. It. Okay. I, th- I was just like, how was your week? <laughs> keep it moving. Because yeah, I didn't even finish my week. Keep I, that, I had a keep lot that energy. Work. No, no, no. Okay, how was your week? Keep was, that energy. You got something y'all, to say? you got. So what you guys don't understand is that sometimes Dave, y'all think I'm so hard on him. But sometimes he is the biggest male chauvinist ever. Oh my okay? god! Ever. Yo, my you week gotta, is so use, unimportant. We use words like that. People will start jumping oh, in the comments. Oh, you mean like you do to me every single episode? No, I don't. You, you no, told me that I only respect colonizers. <laughs> okay, I yeah, you did say that. Okay, go ahead. Oh, you no, was, how was your week, though? It was good. What else happened, guys? <laughs> I had a good week. Good. Yeah, I had a good week. Um, yeah, that's it. Let's did go you ahead. Pick up that shirt this week? We're too. No. <laughs> Where'd you get it from? What is wrong with my shirt? This... You guys, what is wrong with my shirt? Nothing's wrong with it. All right. So let's, let's talk. Sugar Mama vibes. Ah, uh, because to I young boys. because I have a shoulder I, and it's showing. I, <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, back in your. Not, no, I'm sorry. Not so, your what day. is Dave doing with his thighs? Yo, hold on. Let me He's talk. Definitely, <laughs> it's Sugar Daddy season. I told you that. Thighs out this summer. All right, so let me tell you. Okay. Trust. Okay. So we are really working through being able to um, have people trust our brand, Mm -hmm. right? So I think even in an entrepreneurial realm, right, when you say you're going to do something, you actually have to do it or people lose trust, even down to... Yo, I'm going to go live at 3 o'clock. You make an announcement. Yeah. But you don't. Yeah. You go live at 3.30, 4 o'clock. And in our head, we're like, well... I still went live. I still went live. Mm -hmm. But can people trust you? Right? So I'm very, very conscious that I put myself in a hole with the morning meetup. Mm -hmm. Because every every call I talk about... uh, Not every call, but like every video... I, I'm very intentional letting people know I'll be on the call. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be there. Now, I do really, really enjoy it. So, But I know that I have to show up every day. Mm-hmm. I have to. So being able to trust that you're going to uh, deliver what you say you're going to deliver at the level that which we deliver. So when we first start, we're really, really excited 
and we're typically overselling the thing that we're going to release. Right? Yo, this um, this podcast is going to be amazing. We're going to launch it. We're going to be here every week, all that kind of stuff. And what happens is as you keep going, as you keep growing, and if it's not growing, you kind of scale back and you start taking off for seasons and rebranding. And that's not what you signed up to deliver to your audience. Yeah. So everybody, so we're going to rebrand, right? But we're just changing the podcast thumbnail. That's a rebrand. Some people think that rebranding is doing something different. That's not rebranding. That's quitting the things you're doing and you're just doing something else. Mm. Rebrand would be, we're going to create another set, but we're not going to stop delivering what Mm -hmm. you guys trust us to deliver. It's so important that Black voices are represented in Black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of Black uh, voices and influencers from Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Mm-hmm. To rebrand. Mm-hmm. But that's the people, that's the excuse most people use. I think this is a really important conversation um, because, especially for a lot of new entrepreneurs, you're struggling to figure out, you're putting out all the content, you are studying all the right information, you have all the right resources. And people are still not buying. And sometimes it comes down to brand trust, right? So for those of you who are multitaskers, and especially if you're just starting out, but it doesn't matter if you're just starting out or if you've been doing something for a while. If you are someone who, um, you're, you're a videographer, you're a course creator, you're a realtor, and you do lashes on the side, I just don't trust you with any of those things. So let's talk about some things that you can do to increase your brand trust so that when someone comes to your page, and it's so important, it's so important because especially everybody goes to social media right now to kind of validate how they feel about your business. They've not ever done business with you, but they're going and they're scrolling through your comments. They're looking to see that other people have done business. I know I do it with boutiques all the time. Let me see if there are a lot of people in here who are having an issue receiving a product, or let me see that people have actually received a product. Well, you have to not only just know your stuff, you have to be a trustworthy brand. So number one, are you 
in order to be trustworthy, you might want to take notes. You're going to want to teach this to somebody later. Um, <laughs> I'm not the bar thief. Daddy. You're the bar thief. You're the bar thief. You ready? Yeah. I'm ready. Okay. So let's talk about it. What are the, the steps that you need to <laughs> go for it? Because I feel like this is going to be good. What are the steps that we need to take in order to build brand trust? Right. So let's talk about this, how to build brand yeah, trust. Okay. And the first thing that, yes, I think the first thing is that. Um, here's OK. In all seriousness, I think the first thing we can start with is a small promise and making the small promise clear. Mm-hmm. So not, not promising tall orders that you're not 100%, you can, 100% that you can fulfill, mm-hmm. but a small promise that you can guarantee. You might not even guarantee that people are going to love your product. You might not guarantee that your oil is going to help people's edges grow, but maybe you can guarantee that your product Maybe doesn't reach you in three days, but your product will be shipped in 24 hours. Okay. Because that's something that you can control. Okay. Your product will be shipped in 48 hours. Side note, my brand, I believe in terms of like our shipping, this might kill us, but I don't think people can trust us yet. Right, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> honestly, we don't have a strong shipping system. Am I mm-hmm. right, Joe? Nope. Wait and I can admit Joe it. Under the bus. And I can admit it. That's something that, like, I've... I've Say it again? Yeah, it could be poor leadership. Or, oh, okay, now we gotta get into it. No, when no, Joe no, no. first came on, let me tell you, let me tell you. Okay, guys, we're gonna get back to how to build brand trust, but let's Back to building the brand. So... When first, when Joe first came on, he had a job. Yes. And he said, Dave, let me do the shipping. Okay. That wasn't a part of the main job? That was not a part of the main job. You asked me, could I do it for you? I said, yes, here's the price. Jo- okay, okay. Let's just say that's true. Did I pay the price? Yes. Let's just say that's true. But the first job, like the first job, like as you try to exit your job, is the shipping. Right. Of products and services, correct? Correct. I mean, of products. Yes? Yes. Main job. Yes? Yes. Okay. So then he he uh, he comes back with another proposal. It says, I I think it was like the recording of the podcast, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That was the second job he signed up for. He asked for some extra money. Did I pay it? Yeah. Gave it to him. Mm-hmm. But then... We, uh, oh, and then I hired somebody to come in to be the operations. And I think they started with the apparel to make sure your job was like in sync and in line. So they come here, they count everything. He says he needs a storage, we need a storage unit, we put everything in the storage unit, and we're good. Yes? Yep. Correct. So I'm not responsible for the clothing at this point. And because I'm the owner of the company, I am responsible. Mm-hmm. But the trust has been broken because I fumbled the ball. Huh? I fumbled. What? I fumbled. And you just said it was poor leadership. Now it 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 could it's on me because I haven't been like focused on apparel. So I'm not focused on making sure Joe does the job. That, by the way, he's getting paid for. But he says <laughs> it's poor leadership. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't even going to, I wasn't even going there, but that kind of triggered me. Okay. So let's talk about this brand trust. Thank you. Cause it just keeps falling more and more and more. Y'all see his shorts? Look at those shorts. Ooh, man, short, short. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Backwards. Sorry. You're so professional. Okay. All right. Uh, I just I just created a framework while David was venting um, about building brand trust. You don't want to talk about Joe? No? Yeah. I mean, you, you know what I mean? Joe knows that he'd be messing up consistently. You know what I mean? And I think that we flamed him so many times oh, openly yeah. on the podcast that I would just tell Joe, like I tell my daughter, the job has to get done right. And hopefully you can do it. But moral of the story, the, the trust has been broken, so I've been focused on apparel. But we're going to bring it back. We're going to get back focused. Jeez. Okay, go ahead. Joe broke your trust? No, it didn't. I, I mean, the trust has been broken between our company and customers. Mm-hmm. Because I'll get kind of like the emails, like, where's my product, stuff like that. And I, I have no shame about it, like, you know, but yeah. Joe. Okay, so this will help you. This will help you reestablish your brand trust. So number one, and I appreciate what you said. Okay, so we're just going to start from the beginning. How to build brand trust? So you are an entrepreneur. You maybe have made some mistakes in your business, or you're you're having trouble with people, uh, you know, trusting you. Like you're telling people, I can help you make a million dollars. Nobody knows you. You've done it three or four times, but nobody knows you. I don't trust you. I'm, I'm not paying you to coach me or do anything. Number one, make small achievable promises. Something that Dave just said, make small achievable promises. So instead of you coming out the gate as an unknown business or brand or entrepreneur and saying, I'm going to help you achieve the biggest goal possible, let's start with a few small achievable promises that you can go out right away and help people accomplish. And then... Next, that brings me to be transparent. So communicate your your mission transparently and authentically. Let people, because we deal a lot with personal brands, people whose likeness matters in terms of building their business, uh, let people get a glimpse of you, that you're a real person. So you know when you go to somebody's social media page and you don't see anything but a bunch of memes or a bunch of shirts, you're kind of like, eh, I don't know, because that's really easy for fraud and bots to duplicate. But show just a little bit of your own life. Show a little bit of your behind the scenes. Let us see you interact with your friends. Let us see you interact with your family. You don't have to put your whole life on social media, but you do need to show that you're a real person. You have anything for that? Um, not, I think that's important. Just like right here, let I think people will give you more grace if you don't try to create this perception that you're perfect. Yeah. People will give you more grace. But yes. when you when you claim to be that guy or claim to be that girl, I'm a boss and all that kind of stuff. Oh, really? Really? My package is three days late. Oh, I didn't get the email of... The tracking information. You feel me? Yeah. So that's... Yeah, so even... I, I absolutely love Lauren Hill. Mm, but her not showing up. I don't think she's ever taken accountability mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for it. Mm-hmm. Even in the last, what was that? It was a verse she just she just did. She was on somebody's album. What well, what? It was a hard verse on Nas. Nas album, yeah. She was talking about. She was like almost bragging about like y'all trying to give y'all truth. Y'all talking about I'm late. Yes, I bought a ticket for you to be here at eight <laughs> two o'clock hours ago. Yes. What are we talking about? Yeah, it didn't even. 
like we're not transparent with yo i've been going through some things or mm-hmm. feel me so yes that was good all right so number one make small achievable promises number two be transparent number three this is huge this is so big respond to your criticism as openly as it comes. So I see brands all the time, especially like in your ads and things like that, when people are criticizing you, I didn't get my package, I didn't get my shipping information, your customer service isn't responding, (laughs) you're deleting it, but you're deleting it thinking that you saw it first. You didn't see it first. All those other people who are looking at your ads and looking at your page, they saw that, that criticism before you did and they're checking back to see how did you handle that? Because people will actually respect you for acknowledging that, yep, we made a mistake. Here's the resolution for it, right? So definitely respond to your criticism. Now, there's a fine line between people just expressing criticism because they're kind of at their wit's end. Understand this. When people come to your social media page to criticize you after they've paid you money, it's usually because they had an issue, a difficult time reaching you via email or whatever support channels they put out. People who paid you money don't want to come in. What's up, podcaster or soon to be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know ATL, baby, Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people t- listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, 
Boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you know right now yet, you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code Big Deal. That triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code BIGDEAL at checkout and get your tickets now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights, take your brand to new heights, take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer, okay? I'll see you at the summit. And don't forget to use promo code Big deal. Last you on social media. They want their problem fixed. They want their hoodie. They want their t-shirt. They want their course. They want whatever it is that they purchase. And usually most people will, if your support is support at blah, blah, blah.com, they're going to try you there. If you don't respond to them, they're going to come to your social media. Okay. Now you have to deal with them privately and still resolve their issue. But then you got to deal with them publicly as well. And the mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs are making is like going off on people, deleting messages, treating people like they got on your nerves because they didn't have a good experience with your company. You have to address it and respond to your criticism. All right. Number four, encourage and display reviews. One of the easiest ways to build brand trust is to uh, encourage your customers to leave a review. So there's a platform called Video Peel. And Video Peel. Uh-huh, P-E-E-L. And you can send an email out to anyone who's purchased from you and they get this link. And the link allows them to go ahead and record a video and it tells them how to record, how to hold their phone. Um, and you can go ahead and collect a video testimonial and it'll come back to you. You can even give them prompts on some things uh, to trigger their memory about their experience with you. Like, hey, you purchased my XYZ course. Can you please tell us, you know, what you've done uh, with that course? Or can you talk about the results that you've gotten? So encourage reviews. In today's world, video reviews are better than written reviews. But written reviews are better than no reviews. Okay, so encourage reviews from real people. When you get reviews, uh, especially when you're a new brand, it's a great idea to tag people. Whoever sent you the review, if you tag them, like if they sent you something on social media, tag them in it because it makes your review even more trustworthy. Like Mm. it's a real person. A real person left this review. You didn't just make this up. You know, take the screenshot from your messages. If you want to hide their name and blur that out, just just as authentic as you can possibly be with your reviews. Get reviews. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah, that's super important because that's really how we all buy, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever... I've never gone on a date with my wife without looking at the reviews of a restaurant. Yeah. That's interesting. Or like Amazon. 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 I'm in those reviews. I am super in those reviews. And then even when they have negative reviews, I am looking at number three, which is respond to criticism. Let me see how these people actually responded to the critique that they received. Right. Here's what's cool. When I'm buying something on Amazon, I go to the negative reviews. And I look to see if the negativity is just somebody that's just hurt or they couldn't figure something out. Because mm. I'm like, oh, well, cool. So some people are like, yo, it came in a box and I just couldn't figure out how to put it together and the instructions are terrible. And I'm <laughs> like, you don't know how to read. So this is a good product for me, especially if the rest of them are good. Yeah. Right? So sometimes those negative reviews, 
help me. Yeah. Because I'm like, now this person is just complaining. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. And then you can kind of see, and there are things through negative reviews that you'd be willing to deal with mm-hmm. that, you know, others aren't like reading instructions, right? Sure. But this is also why it's so important for you to force good reviews. Everybody, and display those reviews. I don't care if you're a brand new business and you only have three reviews. Show those three reviews over and over and over again. Make it a story post. Make it a carousel post. Make it a reel. Make it you talking about one in real time on a reel. Oh, look at this review. Let's review it. Do a green screen with it and talk about this and talk about what the scenario was with that customer. Share those same dang on reviews over and over and over again. McDonald's consistently shows you the same burger and fries. Yo, you know what? This like reminds me of an idea that I had, but I never executed it. But it's a really good idea. So what I wanted to do was review my own podcast. Like, I wanted to make a video of recapping what was talked about. Maybe it, it could be the same length, just like just discussing with other people, bringing people in. Because I think that that creates more um, more engagement and conversation around the topic. I just haven't pulled the trigger yet, but I think that will be awesome. Or maybe hire somebody to review the episode and then still put it up on the channel. Mm. Well, not from a critical standpoint, but from just reviewing what was talked about in that person's experience. So let's say, for instance, after this episode is done, since he does a video and says, yo, Social Proof Podcast, uh, they talked about this and this, how I felt, and they talked about that and this, how I felt. That particular video will give more context to the conversation, driving more traffic, and it's more content being delivered. And um, I think, I think it becomes its own cliff notes. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like some people don't read any whole books; they only read the review. And if you can find somebody like Swaggy and somebody that's like understands how to communicate an idea, I think that'd be a cool joint. And you're like doubling up on content. I love it. Dang, that's a good idea. That is a really good idea. I gotta do it. Okay. You gonna do it? That's a good idea, right? All right. So we are on number five. Uh, Number five, offer loyalty programs. Offer loyalty programs. So loyalty programs in your business could be a number of things. If you refer somebody, you get this. And then you actually give that thing to them and that helps to build trust. Um, Loyalty programs could be if you shop with me so many times, I'm going to incentivize you and give you this reward. That is a huge, huge, huge thing to do when you're building customer loyalty because you're encouraging them to come back to you. Hey, we've had a great experience. Based on this experience, I want to offer you some sort of a loyalty program for you to come back and have another great experience. And statistics say that companies, well, people who do business with you based on a loyalty program refer you to more people than people who don't do business th- with you through a loyalty mm. program. That's good. So, How lo- do we create a loyalty program for this podcast? Um, we can create a loyalty program. First of all, we got to decide what it would be, but we could create a loyalty program for shares, for uh, reviews for the podcast. Um, we could create a loyalty program for people who bring guests into the studio. Let me tell you. Ah, let me talk to you, my podcasters real quick. So, you know, the, the podcast ranking, right? Mm-hmm. It's based on a few factors. They didn't, like, really release, like, all the factors, but um, 
it's not necessarily about like all the stars and stuff, but one of the factors is the amount of time someone's listening. Mm-hmm. The amount of time. So somebody, uh, dang, I forgot my man's name and I, I was shout him out. I just, I just forgot. But he said what he'll do is um, he'll create like some sort of giveaway, but it's based on something that was talked about in the podcast. So mm-hmm. you literally have Way to watch the in. whole joint. Mm-hmm. You'll be watching it for a period of time until you find it. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe we can create kind of like a survey or a test that people take part in. And then there's winners of, you know, yeah. let's say we can it do was quizzes. Quizzes. You complete mm-hmm. the quiz, you get 20 bucks or something like we that. We put the link to the quiz in the description of the podcast. We ask four questions that require you to be there at four different time segments of the podcast. You submit it and you get whatever it is that you get. That's hard. Y'all think some people that don't listen would listen just to to win Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And not only do we do it, but we limit it to a period of time. So in the first first day on the day of release, release. the day of release, so that you're not constantly giving whatever that thing is away months, weeks, years later. We got to figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. We got to figure out because then we got to figure out how. Okay, if Dewine gets the answers, he don't blast it in his text list like, "Yo, here's the answers." You know what I mean? And then we're unless there's like it's a selection of these people. We spin the wheel and we give a certain amount to those people. Mm-hmm. Submit the quiz to enter for a winning, a drawing, or whatever, and then we go live. Then we go live and we spin the wheel. Yo. That is genius stuff that I just we came got- up with. Ain't that? The guy's so smart. Yo, so, okay, I got to write that down because I, I really got to figure out how to it. implement it. <laughs> but I got to write it down. I don't, I don't okay. Um, you don't do what? I don't what? You don't, you what don't do what? What are you talking about? You don't go back and uh, watch the what? I do go back. Well, I mean, I, I heard it. I did it. You know what I mean? Like... All right. This idea that he came up with all I by do, himself. I watched some of my episodes. I cannot. Sure. Okay, number six, how to build brand trust. Deliver on time. And in the event that you are not able to I'm deliver sorry. on time, communicate with your customer. I'm sorry, real quick, real quick. So, so disrespectful. I know, I know, I know. But there are people that are trying to figure out how to kind of add value to mm-hmm. um to people that they admire or look up to or they just want to figure out how they can add value. It's the little things that, you know, for instance, I don't know if there's a platform that does this. Okay. Right? But if somebody took this and says, I am the person that facilitates this idea. I created some sort of system where, you know, I have somebody that goes through, we take the, the questions, we administer it, we, we spin the wheel and we do the giveaway. And that is one of the things that drives traffic to a podcast. And they're the facilitator of that. That is a business concept where you can add value to a whole industry mm-hmm. where it's not at. So like these, like some of us have ideas, but we don't think that is our gift. Yeah. Somebody's gift might be actually watching me say the idea and then implement the idea. It is a gift to be able to implement on a concept. And if somebody says, and I'm, I'm hoping if somebody comes to me one day and says, yo, that thing you were talking about, I could do that for you. And I'm even hoping that they come to you and say, hey, that thing that you and Donnie created, 
a framework for, I put I just, something together. I just, um, I, I, I just hope that sometimes people recognize that all ideas aren't yours. Um, but that one was. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. No, but... Are you kidding did me? We, did we, was did that we just 100% on his idea? Was that a collaborating? You know how somebody give an idea and you're like, yo, I got it. And they kind of re, repeat Raise your hand if that? Dave created that idea all by himself. Thank you. Team Shorts. Team Shorts does not count. For the record, guys, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's twelve people in the studio. One person raised their hand. All right, next. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry if you did contribute. I really don't remember. But if you did, I apologize. Nah, it's crazy. I don't. Yo, this I, is, I can, I can own this up is to it. every single idea. Every single idea suddenly <laughs> becomes Dave's idea. He called, yo, Donnie, I got a such and such, and then I'll finish it off or I'll give some input and then. It's launched. It's his idea. Yo, Dewan, I did a training on her call for her. Like it was like a it was like a mastermind call stuff. I did a framework and I drew out like this graph. I ripped right? the whole I, thing off. But I told him I, I was doing it. The graph and everything. I was talking about every point. Every like she took the I whole presentation. I ripped the whole training off. That's what we do. That is what we do. So, However, yeah. I never said it was my idea. You didn't come on the call. Okay, hey guys, I got this from David. So. No, but I also didn't. I also didn't say, "Hey guys, this is my original framework." Anyway, stay focused. Okay, um, next, deliver on time. So, deliver on time, Joe. Deliver on time, Joe. Yeah, (laughs) and that's that's internally and externally. So, delivering on time is really, really important. And when I say internally and externally, I'm talking about both your team who works for your brand. That could be you. Um, and, and deadlines that you're putting on yourself, things that you say that you're going to do. Uh, Dave had to hold me to another level of delivering on time, meaning showing up on time for the podcast, right? I would mosey in kind of late, and then that would cause Dave to start doing some other stuff and, you know, mine somewhere else because he couldn't trust that I would be on time. Then we created, we created a challenge that said, hey, here's the consequence if you're not on time. Now we don't have an issue with not being on time. Dave knows that even if it's right on the nose, I'm going to be on time now, right? For the um, podcast, yes. You still broke a little trust. Like if we're going to meet somewhere, I trust the fact that Donnie's going to be a little late. Dave is never on time when we're meeting. I'm always on time. You are never on time when we're meeting I, somewhere. I'm always on time, all the time for the most part. <laughs> David is never on I, time. But only because I know... I'm, I am a stickler for time. I am just... Not when we're meeting for, like, lunch. I'm always on time. No, you're never on time. Name not, a time you were waiting on me. Not The bank? Because you thought we said we were going to meet earlier. So, look, I, I like we, we were supposed to meet at, let's just say, 3 o'clock. No, at, you'll say, like, at 3 o'clock. So, Donnie thought we were supposed to meet at 2.30. So I get there at 2.45, and she's like, see, I've been waiting. I said, what time did you get here? She said, earlier than you. She actually got there like 2.40. That is not the but truth. But she was only there early because she thought we were supposed to be there at 
an earlier time, but she was still late for the time that she thought she was supposed to be there. For but she thought it was okay because I wasn't there. <laughs> for entertainment purposes, I'm going to let him tell that version of the story. However, you are often late for just one-off meetings, right. for well, sure. We're breaking and, and the agenda is never upheld. We're supposed to meet for lunch to, like, talk business and lay out this new offer. David immediately, like, wants to go to Gucci. Now, Dottie, whose idea typically is that? Yours. Okay, I'll take it. Yours. But, yeah, no, yeah, we, we just never... We can't trust each other to talk about business when we get together to talk about business. We need a chaperone to make oh, sure we talk sure. about business. Absolutely. Yeah, my wife had to come one time. Yes. And that was the most productive meeting that, we ever had. Yo, Dre and the baby were there at yeah. one lunch meeting, and that was the most productive. That was probably the only meeting that we finished That's the agenda fact. from start That's to finish. All right, Dre, come with us more times. All right, so deliver on time. Um, delivering on time internally and externally. And in the event, because things happen in your business, if you can't, it's literally just communication. The worst thing that you could do is have your customer have to follow up with you for something that you said you were going to do, mm. right? So beat them to the punch. And that is, it's like, it's like in a relationship, right? Let's say you told your significant other you were going to the mall. And they get a call from a friend just like, oh, yeah, I just saw your boo at dinner. Oh, really? Now I'm having some <laughs> trust issues because you said you were at the mall, but you were at dinner. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. Versus you on the way to dinner calling and saying, hey, I know I said I was going to be at the mall. I'm about to pick up something to eat. Would you like something? Now when that significant other is seen at dinner, it's like, oh, yeah, I already knew about that. You totally trust the situation. It's the same exact thing for your customers. Yo, you know what's crazy? I had, huh? What if the restaurant was what if the see? Nah, I, yo, it's, it's a, like a long story. I'm going to try to make sure. Another build your trust is not to try to rationalize a sneaky situation. A sneaky situation. Oh, I decided to get something. Yeah, yeah. Shopping and but, eating are not the same. Yeah. Not, yeah, but just say I can't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, do you have any more of this framework? Yeah, one more. Let's do it. Okay. Last one that I have. Are you <laughs> but you can tell he's a sneaky link. You are a sneaky link. For sure, bro. a sneaky link. <laughs> For sure. Anybody yeah, looking for the loophole? No, but it was in the mall. It then. was in the mall, and I had to eat. And then I went to shop. They were bagging my product, so I stopped for a bagel. They didn't tell you I was. I had a bag of Chick Fil A in my hand. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, people are. Yeah, I've definitely had some uh, conclusion jumpers. Mind that. I mean, we could just avoid all of this by having open, upfront conversations. Let's get to, let's get to, let's get to the last one because we're gonna, we're gonna need you on the mic. We're gonna need you on the mic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can't hear anything, so we just look like we're talking to air <laughs> right. right now. We look crazy. Right <laughs> we look we look mad crazy. Okay, so in addition to number three of responding to criticism, number seven is own your problems and offer incentives. Mm. Own your problems and offer incentives. So don't try to talk your way out of it. Just own it. Yes, I was at the restaurant. I should I'm sorry. I should have called you to see if you wanted something to eat. Can I go back and pick something up for you to eat? Mm -hmm. 
shipment is late. We're so sorry that your order 2476 for three jogging suits did not arrive. We are, I'm, I'm taking personal ownership of this problem and I'm going to throw in an extra t-shirt for you. Yep. I think the same thing happened with, uh, with Corey and Justin mm-hmm. from Support Black College. And they, at, behind the scenes, they were like, I was talking to Corey. He was telling me all the stuff that was going on, all the stuff that actually happened that was completely out of their control. Mm-hmm. But he didn't try to put it on the person yeah. who, yeah. who messed up the process. Yo, have you, know you ever I mean? gone into a company, whether it's a bank or your apartment community? I know I used to work in property management and this will happen often. Uh, people will walk into our office and let's just say they're looking for uh, renewal paperwork or something, right? I want to renew my lease and they're coming in and saying, hey, I talked to such and such about renewing my lease. I still haven't received it. And that person that they're talking to will say, oh, Donnie didn't send you your lease. Oh my God. Let me just, I didn't know anything about it. Let me just throw in your team under the bus. When someone has a problem, the customer doesn't need to know how unstable the inner workings of the organization actually is. When a customer comes to you with a problem, whether you're in the billing department, the fulfillment department, the customer service department, that problem is yours. You own it in that moment. You own it and you offer incentives. To the business owner, this is why it's going to be so important to have your SOPs in place, right? So if a customer has this type of an issue, your customer service team, your billing team, whoever intercepts that issue needs to know what their boundaries and their guidelines are in order to resolve an issue. So if someone calls and they're rightfully irate, it's been two months, they still hadn't gotten their packages, in your SOPs, you need to know You need to identify how we resolve an issue like this so that the customer doesn't have to be called back or put on hold or, you know, delayed any further. We can resolve their issue right now. That is going to make me trust you as a brand more than I'll call you back or that's not my department. I cannot stand it. That's not my department person. Yeah, an apology person. goes a long way. And an apology goes a long nobody, way. Nobody's perfect, man. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's company is perfect. But an apology goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And I think Walmart got it right where they're willing. They'll take back anything. Yeah. They'll take back anything. They'll put it back on the floor, too, though. Anyway. I'm talking about, like, <laughs> you get, like, half eat some cookies. And they bring and it back. That is and a say, fact. Oh, this made me sick. And, they, and they're like, yo. Public school, too. I got you. Yeah. Right? But that's why they're grow. That's why they are who they are. Because... They're saying, yo, you can trust that if you don't have a bad experience, even if you're going to, even if you're like one of those people who are just having a rough time in life and you're just trying to get over, because we all have these customers mm-hmm. that just try to get over. Yeah. I will make sure that I'll let you get over on me based on my policy so that the people who are genuinely having an issue, it's a seamless process. I have a number eight. Let's do it. Hire well. So you just made me think of something when you said Walmart. How the heck you do that? You just made me think of something when you said Walmart would take anything back. So I am in Victoria's Secret in Atlantic Station maybe a year or so ago. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. And I'm shopping and they were doing like their panty sale where, you know, they have the carousel of panties and you can get all the panties. <clears throat> and... I'm picking up everything in my size because there's like this sale and it's slim pickings and everybody is in there. And I get to the counter, like I have touched these panties and I get to the counter and I'm giving the woman the panties and they have body fluid in, in the inside of them. No these way. Panties have been worn. And the young lady at the register, when I show that to her, she instantly said, I am sick of them not changing the, checking this stuff before they put the inventory on the floor. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this a recurring issue? <laughs> <laughs> so now I have not been able to go back to any Victoria's Secret. If my panties don't come, I have to order them now. They have to come in plastic. I wow. can no longer go in that store and just pick up open garment, undergarments off the floor because number one, this should not have happened, okay? Number one. So that tells me that somebody either returned garments and that that hire didn't check the garments to make sure that they had not been worn or somebody tried on garments, undergarments, and whoever put them back on the floor uh, didn't check to make sure they were still... So you have to hire well. Like, you want people to have as much integrity in your brand visual, as you my do. that is crazy right now. Yeah, it was... Yeah. So nasty. It was the nastiest thing. And it was traumatizing. Like, I can't just go and pick up. You know, we've been doing this for years. Target, Victoria's Secret, wherever. Now I spend a little bit more money and shop at like Fenty, um, maybe even Victoria's Secret, you know, warehouse or whatever. But it just I haven't been able to go to Victoria's Secret for any reason at all mm. as a result of that. Shout yeah. out to Victoria's Secret. Yeah, higher, higher, better. Yeah, that customer service is important, man. I, I would take people who who understand how to communicate with people over someone that's just really good at what they're doing. Some people oh, are yeah. really, really good and you just can't, they don't, they don't talk to people well, right? Mm -hmm. People will be turned off just by like how you're, you're rubbing them the wrong way. Yeah. You're so, really good. You yeah. know your stuff, but you're not a nice person to do business with. Absolutely. Yeah. This was a good episode. This was a good episode. Anybody have any questions? Anybody struggling to build a trustworthy brand? Mm -mm. Well, let's do this. Um, we got some stuff to do today. So. We got some stuff next to do. Week. Yeah. We'll talk about we it. Got, we do? All right, this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup. The Morning Meetup oh, is the only it. organization that gathers every day. <laughs> the only organization that gathers every single day for entrepreneurs. And we're not doing a dollar trial no more. I am, I'm over. I think, I think we put in enough work. We have enough testimonials. And we, we offer too much value 
for the whole dollar trial thing. Mm. And I realized that I was hurting people with a dollar trial because now they can't commit to a community. Like you're just putting your toe in. Like, I want you to jump in. Like we have enough content out in social media land where you can trust that this $79 investment or um, it's like 60% off for the year now that you are going to get value because I am filling my promise where at 95, I would, I would have to say 94, 95% of the calls throughout the year, I'm on. Mm. 95% for the year. Let me tell you guys, let me highlight another lesson of mind your own business and don't do what other people are doing just because it looks good. Is this a part of my ad? What you're saying? Yeah, I'm just going to interrupt it real quick. Okay. Like you do me hey, so gonna often. Help. They're going to help sell me some side No, 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 no. So for years, you can come back to it. For years, (laughs) I told Dave, this dollar trial business is trash. Stop doing it. Like, it's ridiculous. People just need, it it doesn't even cost that much, right? In terms of the value, in exchange for the value that people are getting, don't do the dollar trial. And he's like, yeah. And he ran this dollar trial for a few years. Well, I have a membership group, Post to Paid, and... At the end of last year, I'm looking at Dave and he's like, these numbers, these numbers, they're going, they're going, they're going. And one thing that I didn't consider is that my group was a year old. He's had a group for a few years, Mm -hmm. but all I see is the numbers and they're driving and they're driving and they're driving. And so I say, you know what? I am going to give a dollar incentive. Why? Because I'm watching his business. Mm, My eyes... My eyes are minding his business and I'm looking at his total numbers and I'm comparing his chapter five to my chapter one. Mm. That is a lesson. And let me tell you something about these dollar trial people. I have never had so many chargebacks in my whole entire life. Okay. I have never had so many freaking chargebacks. They will take those seven days. They will participate and engage in my group. And then they're going to charge back a dollar. Yep. Anyway, so the morning meetup deserved more than a dollar trial. And I'm so glad that you made the change. And and the objective is to protect the people in the community against people who are not investors in themselves. Like sometimes, like the price, it's not about like who can get in it's about who can't get in mm. and sometimes if you give your program it's too easy to get in yeah you'll start to um you'll start to like poison the community because you got these people that are not supposed to be in here anyway oh however, i wish we could talk about it however <laughs> it worked for us for a while yeah. only because i just i think we have a really unique program Mm-hmm. So it works. It mm-hmm. works. It's just, you know, we're out of that. So themorningmeetup.com. Y'all got the app? Give that. Okay. The app is fire. Go to the morning meetup on any app store or just go to themorningmeetup.com and enroll. Um, I'm not going to say the price right now because I think we're going to raise the price a little bit. But go to themorningmeetup.com. Not a whole lot, but we got to raise up a little bit. Step in, keeping in step with inflation. So enroll. Donnie. This episode is also brought to you by Six Figure EDU, Mm. the dopest community for developing coaches, uh, coaches, consultants, and course creators from scratch. 
you know something, you have a gift inside of you. You have a certain level of information, some knowledge, some experience that you believe you can teach other people and help them get a result or transformation from it. I help to pull those ideas out of you and develop you fully from scratch as your own six-figure coach, consultant, or course creator. You can get more information for that at sixfigureedu.com. That's the word six, S-I-X, figureedu.com. And did you know, David? I didn't know. That there are entrepreneurs who struggle to create content. What? That is engaging mm-hmm. and that converts from followers That's real. to purchasers. Mm. Did Tell you know? me more, Donnie. I actually put a solution in place for this. <gasps> it's called Post to Pay. Tell me more. Where I will literally send three text messages a day directly to your phone. No. Yes. No. Yes. Three? Telling you ex- three. I've seen one before. Two, maybe three. Three? Directly to your phone? Yes. I will send you three text messages every single day of exactly what to post word for word so that you can post interesting, engaging, and converting content to your social media page every single day. And the coolest thing about it is that you're not restricted to one platform. You can turn these post prompts into an email. Mm. You can turn these post prompts into a reel. You can turn these post prompts into a tweet. All for $37 a month. Tell me how to sign up. All you got to do is text the words post to pay to 404-737-2767. Do you think they got that? Can you tell me the number one more time? 404-737-2767. The words post to pay. I'm going to go sign up today. Right now. All right, you guys, do business with us. We are the dopest. Oh, 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 let's go. Brain Picker Podcast. Brainpickerpodcast.com. Yo, did y'all see that we released the newest edition of our podcast series, Mm -hmm. Brain Picker Podcast, where you get to get coached by the two of us? If I don't know something, David, then maybe. I know it. Maybe you know it. We get to jump your idea. Yes. Tag team your idea. Absolutely. Double and dutch your idea. So it is It is imperative to get coaching. You need mentorship. Yeah. And we are two of the best in the game. But the biggest benefit outside of us being able to coach you is us being able to coach you in front of your ideal audience. Mm-hmm. So there has been nobody that's been on the Brain Picker Podcast that didn't get some business from people that were watching the Brain Picker Podcast. Yeah. We keep the whole video up on YouTube. Forever. Forever. And ever, ever. And ever. You were supposed to say, and ever, ever? <laughs> I missed that. My bad. I was in my own zone. My All bad. right. Go to BrainPickerPodcast.com. BrainPickerPodcast.com. What is it? BrainPickerPodcast.com. Sign up. We can't wait to coach you. I want to see your business. Donnie wants to attack your business. Let's mm. go. Wait, 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 wait. Why you get to see it, but I got to attack it? Because you do more attacking than I do. I'm out of here. You guys, <laughs> thank you for b- being here. Come join the most amazing live mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs every morning. Let's go. The, the, the Morning Meetup. Do you have a business idea you need to get off the ground? Do you currently work a nine to five and are looking for supplemental income? Come and network with like-minded individuals and take your business to the next level. Every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with David Shand and friends. Try The Morning Meetup today for just $1. Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.